Hello, family and friends. I'm honored here for my last day, day five. In this set, I'm going to get Pastor Carter to come back with me again sometime, if you would, yeah. Pastor. It's such Amen. a blessing. I so appreciate your friendship. And, you know, Pastor Carter, you hit something on the previous episode about love. You know, if, if we just focus on love, and those of us that are born again have that inside of us already, then we don't care about black or white or any of this goofiness, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're all you know, of God. And Mm -hmm. so I'm so value our friendship, Pastor, and appreciate you. I'm just going to kick it over to you. Amen. Well, God is such a good God that he understands the language of love because he is love. You don't have it, but that's what he is. And I've endeavored, and if you endeavor to do this, you'll be delivered and set free from some of those bondages like prejudice and racism and things of this nature. You'll be delivered because you are allowing love to dominate you. Yeah. And there it is again, that law of the spirit, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus that made us free from the law of sin and death. And so when the sun makes you free, you're free indeed. And you just love people for being people. God didn't wait till we got good enough to save us. The Bible says that God commended his love toward us, that while we were yet sinners, man, yet a sinner, Christ decided to die for me. So he didn't wait till I put the weed up and then said, now we're going to save you. Now, during the smoking, during the drinking, during the running around, he was still there. He was still drawing me. He was still showing his love for me. He still wanted me. Glory to God. Praise God. I somewhat, because of how you do things out in the world, sometimes you can just go to an extreme as far as doing things, but I don't know what it is, amen, to half step. And there was a song that Heat Wave put out. It was called Half Stepping. And it meant that you're not giving it your best. You're not giving it your all. You just go on halfway. And so that's the way I've been concerning the kingdom of God. The song will say, ain't no half-stepping. You got to do it good. No half-stepping, just like you know you should. Ain't no more half-stepping. And so I would get drunk, and that used to be my song. I'd get out there and pop my fingers. Ain't ain't no half-stepping. But now it's the same way. There's no half-stepping with God. At times I... And I need help, amen, at different times. But I see marital couples together, husbands and wives. The husband gets mad at the wife, amen, because he believes that God is taking his cook away from him or his cleaner from him or the dirty clothes cleaner from him, the dishwasher from him. Man thinks that. Then the woman thinks, amen, concerning the man, if he's got the love of God in him, he should be showing me more love. If he would love me, then maybe i love him. Maybe this or maybe that. But I don't see no place in Ephesians 5 for Timothy, amen, or any of those scriptures where it talked about marriage as far as them putting one another up before anything. Now the Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I didn't have a wife. I wanted a wife. I wanted somebody to love me. But I tell you what, when I was down a little bit from the pool hall and God was ministering to me, I found out then that 
I don't need to be pursuing more so a female. I need to be pursuing God. Yep. And with God comes all the blessings. Yep. Psalms 103 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, all that I got within me, all I got within me, all I got within me, bless his holy name. When you bless God, God's got a way of taking things and making it work out for your good. And so when he works it out for your good, you're satisfied then. I'm so glad I got Jesus in my life. I'm so glad, amen, I don't have to do the beer no more, the alcohol, all that stuff is gone. He fulfilled me, that voidness that was in my heart that was open to the things of God that had never been filled before, was finally filled. And I found what I was looking for. My life is complete now, and it's complete in Jesus. Now, I'm not saying for the couples not to exercise marital love for each other. I would be a fool in saying that. But I'm saying this. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Come on. I thank God for my wife, but she just can't cut the slack. She don't come close to mm-hmm. my relationship with Jesus. Or friend, or this, or that. Come on. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. That's what Paul said. Yeah. Nothing can separate me. And with some of the early Christians, they were beheaded for their faith in Christ. Yeah. They were put in stadiums to be eaten by hungry lions for their testimony of Jesus Christ. Yep. Some of them, amen, said, throw me in the fiery furnace. I'm ready to go if that's what it takes, yep. but I'm in love with Jesus. Come on. And I think that's the way it should be. I'm in love with Jesus. And when you fall in love with Jesus, if that one mate will let that other mate fall in love with Jesus, then the love that they've gotten from Jesus is more than enough to cover you up. So we ought to do that which is right and pleasing in his sight. And let others see the love that you have for Christ. I want my wife to love me, but I want her to love Christ more than she loves me. Yes. I want to love my wife and love Christ more than I love her. And then that natural dose of love that you had will begin to grow and be strong because you got another type of love now. Yep. You not only have the life, but you have the agape. The life and nature of God. You know that person don't like you, but you love them anyway. Yep. You know that person's not concerned about you. You love them anyway. Yep. Why? Because God said, this is my commandment, that you love one another that your joy may be full. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not, knoweth not God. For God is love. Jesus said, you can tell that they are my disciples by the love that they have one toward another. I remember, here it is, they said that uh, concerning working, they said you won't be able to work in the shipping department of the factory you're working for because the foreman is prejudiced. I said, is that right? 
He's prejudiced. He doesn't like black folks. You won't be able to stay back there. Well, after the Lord healed me of an incurable skin disease and bronchial asthma, one of the first places I went to work was there. And worked there until I was called into full-time ministry. But they said that the foreman didn't like blacks there. But it's something funny, amen, that this foreman had a, another job on the side. And he would ask me to come over at different times so he could give me some of the stuff that he was making. Some of the stuff he was doing, he wanted me to help out with it. It's something funny that me and my wife would go by there almost, well, not every day, but they would ask us to come over and we would come over. Until the white folks started saying, on my job, the white folks said, the reason why Earl gets to do this and do that is because Earl is the pet. Earl is the favorite. Now, I thought you said he was prejudiced. But the love of God changed him to where he couldn't help but love me. Yeah. Couldn't help it but to like me. Why? He experienced that love. Yeah. Love is a motivator. Love is a drawer. Love is a keeper. Yeah. I've ministered to more white churches than I have black churches. Some ask the question, how do you do that? I just follow the love example. Amen. Praise God. God so loved the world. He gave up his son for me. He loves you in that same manner. Yes. And he wants you. Can you give your heart to him today? Can he turn it around? Why don't you let him turn it around? Why don't you let him be God in your life? Say this with me, dear Lord in heaven, I come to you in Jesus' name. I want salvation. I want to be saved. I want to come out of the kingdom of darkness. I want to put the alcohol down. There's a gentleman amen, that he beats his wife. He's beating his wife. You can be free from that. That spirit of anger can be broken from off you in the name of Jesus. Say this with me, Lord, save me. I believe you died in the spirit. On the third day, you were raised from the dead. And you are Lord. And I make you the Lord over my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank amen. you, Brother Greg. Amen. You know, if you said that prayer and you meant it with your heart, you're born again. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me while Pastor was praying, and some of y'all were not ready, and you need to rewind this tape. You need to go back to that part. You need to go and say that prayer, because it doesn't matter if you did it live the first time or the second time, but go back, yes. rewind that tape, and pray with Pastor Carter with your heart. And we would love to hear from you. You can contact Pastor Carter at his website at arenaoffaithchurch.net. You can contact our ministry at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We do love you and we want to pray with you. We'd be honored yeah. to help get you started, to send you some information, to, to meet you, but whatever, because... You know, we've been helped along the way, Pastor Carter, right? Yes. And you just want to bless people. So we'd love to help you. And, and Pastor Carter, it's been such an honor to have you. Thank Amen. you. So thank you for your friendship, you, too. Just Amen. love you. And, and thank you for coming. And, and folks, please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary. Amen.